Treading Nut, episode 136. The trader's mindset, I think, is a, is a two-pronged sword. You have to do it to become it. It's that kind of like that want, do, have. Uh, and there's two different modalities of that kind of philosophy. So if you do the trader things you need to do, and if you want to have those things that, that you want to be as a trader, you'll eventually be that trader. The market's going to do something. Your job is not to fight it. The market never, ever runs away. It's always there. That personal diary of trading will make you a much better trader than... I could be right about the direction, but wrong about the trade. Don't focus on the monetary side. Trying to make too much money on a trade is what I have seen killed every trader. Your losses offer you some of the greatest insight you can find into your mistakes. Relax. Learn the process. Candlestick pattern trading is a freaking trap. Don't be in a rush to become a millionaire. Let the market tell you what the market wants to tell you. This podcast is not financial, trading, or investing advice of any kind. What's up, traders? Welcome to another installment of the Trading Up Podcast. I'm your host, Cam Hawkins, and today we've got Anthony Navarro on the show. Now, Anthony is uh, somebody who's come over there from TradingView, got a great following over there, posting a lot of really good content, and today he's going to give you guys some of that content, and you're going to get to an insight into how he managed to change his entire career around during lockdown, during the COVID lockdown, into becoming full-time trader. Uh, we get to see a video where, that he shot where he basically breaks down his backtesting methodology. You get to learn a system which has got 70% uh, accuracy in the backtest. So there's a whole bunch of cool stuff here happening in today's episode. Now, talking about lockdowns, uh, I want to tell you about something I've been doing for the past probably couple of months now. Started for three weeks solid. It was a techno lockdown. My wife came up with the idea, let's lock all the techno down for three hours a day, starting at 5 p.m., finishing at 8 p.m. Now, we did that for about three weeks solid and I've got to say it was refreshing just coming completely off everything so if you guys have got a family even if you haven't got a family and you're looking to do something different you're feeling a bit addicted to your phone your tv uh, your family's sort of all disenfranchised from each other then I recommend this as a way to go so you end up cleaning you end up uh, playing games with your family you end up cooking together uh, doing the dishes all the stuff that you probably don't get around to doing this is what you end up doing so guys reading books as well is another one problem with it being a trader is you can't look at the charts you can't do your chart time and you can't do any back testing either so there are some drawbacks but something to consider anyway now uh, before we get into the show a couple of things before we do. So one is we did record the live stream last week with Cass Darman where he did the pre-market analysis. Now this is going to be a regular thing happening over there on YouTube. It's going to be a paid service. So if you do want to check out the uh, first version of that that he did, then head over there. You get to see key levels on a number of currency pairs as well as I think he did gold and silver so and possibly an indice as well. So this is going to give you some levels that you can potentially think about or look at going into the trading week, and uh, yeah, go and check out what we did, it's over there on the Trading Night YouTube, awesome stuff, so Cass is going to be there every week, popping this content out, if you want to jump on board, then all you need to do is join via the YouTube channel, okay, that's how you get access to it. Now, uh, last but not least, I did shoot a video where I built uh, a trading robot using the M&W pattern, and I put it up there on YouTube, show you how I built it, showed you how it's um, we automate the M&W pattern, and uh, it's part of my Robot Builders Club, which the doors are still, still, still open. They won't be open forever, I'm telling you, but 
the guys that are coming on board, um, they're the ones I'm going to be looking after. So if you're looking to build uh, anything automated from an expert advisor point of view for MT4 and MT5, then the Robot Builders Club could be for you. No coding required at all, and I help you get from A to B, making sure you get over those hurdles so that you can automate, fully automate or semi-automate, whatever it is you're after. So if you want to see what it's all about, check out the free training I've got over there on tradingnut.com. Otherwise, I'll see you in the course. But for now, let's get on with the show. Hey folks, my sponsors, City Traders Imperium, have just launched some amazing changes to their funded trader program you got to check out. You can now skip the whole evaluation, trade gold as well as Forex, plus they've increased the drawdown you're allowed in both the evaluation and when funded. With C2A, it's even faster and easier to reach up to $4 million in funding with a 50-70% to 70% profit share. Click the link in the description to find out what else has changed. All right, folks, here we are on Trading Up. We've got Anthony Navarro here on the show all the way over there in North Carolina, the USA. Welcome to the show, Anthony. Thank you. Now, guys, Anthony goes by O Captain on TradingView and has got a bit of a name for himself over there and has a, a, a trading journey that I'm sure a lot of you are going to uh, relate to. So to start off with, Anthony, do you want to walk us through like how you got into trading to start off with and, and the transition into into full time into a full time trader. Sure, yeah, my pleasure. Uh, I started off basically at a time in my life where uh, my wife and I were both uh, home based employees. I ran my own web design business, and uh, she was uh, an IBM employee uh, working from home. And uh, I was basically looking for something uh, that we can both do from home, but not have to have ourselves tied to an employer or tied to um, customers. Um, and I was getting really frustrated at that point with, with the growth of my company because uh, then I was really fighting hackers all the time. So I'm like, I'm done with this. I want to get out of the website business. And I'd always loved trading. And, uh, you know, you watch movies like Trading Places or Wolves on Wall Street and they look really sexy. Um, and, you know, someone's making money, but how? And I just started educating myself. And over the course of, you know, about, you know, five to seven years, I was really starting to get more and more interested uh, and, and putting more and more time into it. And then one day uh, during the COVID outbreak, when I was pretty much under lockdown, I couldn't go out and I realized, you know, I could do one of three things. I can either start another business. I can, you know, continue trying to do what I do with my web design business or, you know, I've always wanted to do this trading thing. Let's just ha- put the hammer down and, and do nothing but trade for as long as I can. And uh, after about six weeks, I had become not very proficient at, at trading, learning all the techniques from all of my mentors and all the people that I uh, really respected in the industry to the point where I had come up my, with my own system. And I even gave it a name, and it was called Saber, the Saber Trading System. And uh, I started trading with a really good buddy of mine who was on a similar journey. And uh, he was like, uh, dude, what you got here is, is, is marketable. And I'm like, what? Ah, that's nice of you to say. I appreciate that. Um, but then I started getting some traction on various websites like TradingView and people are like, do you teach? Do you coach? Do you do mentoring? And I'm like, no, no, I don't do that. And I realized there's a need. You know, statistically, they say 95% of the people out there who trade fail. And I'm like, you know, if I got something that works, uh, I should share this. And, and that's kind of how I started uh, my own little website to teach other people how to do it. And I've got people from Southeast Australia to Northwest uh, Canada so if they were any farther apart, they'd probably be closer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, I want to dive back into that sort of five to seven year period where you were like part-time trading, doing the website stuff. How did that look? I mean, what was what were some of the trials and tribulations that you went through there? Yeah, sure thing. 
Let me just let my cat out real quick. He's just trapped in my house. Okay. I locked my door thinking I'd keep the cat out, not realizing, oh, I locked my cat in. <laughs> Actually, it's a good point. I think um, my cat's locked in as well, but anyway, we'll manage. So, uh, sorry, can you rephrase the question again? Um, so, yeah, basically, what? so back, back uh, I want to hear what sort of went on during that five to seven year period where you were learning uh, the, the craft, obviously working part-time as a, as a web designer, doing part-time trading. How did that, how did that play out? It really was one of those great things where I, I saturated a lot of information. I absorbed a lot of stuff from some really great traders, people I really respected and still to this day, great, great traders. But I never probably got the traction that I needed to to become truly proficient in any one of those techniques. And like a lot of things, uh, you might become uh, reach a certain level of skill and say, ooh, squirrel, and you learn a new technique. That technique looks really good. And then you get another mentor, oh, squirrel, and I switch around and I start. So I, I just started learning all these different techniques, breakout trading, consolidation trading, um, you know, all reverse trend reversals and all this kind of stuff. And I never really had, had a critical mass, almost like that airplane analogy where, you know, it takes a lot of energy for that plane to get to 35,000 feet and then it's cruising. And I would probably get to 12,000 and come back down, 18,000, come back down. And so it wasn't until, like a lot of things in life, same thing with my web design business and even a consulting business that I started before that, um, you got to put the time and love into whatever it is you want to learn. So I, not to say piddled around, but I never gave it that full attention that it needed because I was a family man. I'm an uncle, I'm, you know, the husband, and I was doing all this stuff uh, with various organizations I volunteer at and trying to rub my web, run my website business. And trading is just that thing, yeah, I want to do it, but it, well, it was always that redheaded stepchild that never got the full attention that it needed. And it was uh, COVID that just said, all right, I got nothing else to do. I mean, everything I've done is is under lockdown, so COVID, uh, trading is about the only thing I can do right now. And I just plowed myself into it, uh, probably you know, t- 8 to 12 hours a day uh, for six weeks. And then at the end, I sat back and said, wow, I've got something here. I've finally achieved that cruising altitude. Hey, just jumping in here with a message from my sponsor, Sage Strategies. Do you want to trade gold and crypto like the institutions? Well, now you can, and it's free for 14 days with Sage Strategies, fully automated trading strategies. Check out their live track records for 25 unique strategies, plus they'll host everything for you, which is perfect for beginners and advanced traders or investors. Simply sign up for their 14-day free trial at sagestrategies.io and experience it for yourself. So, so it sounds like you had a base level of overall knowledge, which you know, I think a lot of us who have been in the industry for a long time have have that. Just hadn't applied it to the fullest extent. Did that in COVID? I mean, what were the things you did to in that six week period that really sort of helped you change things around? One of the big things for me, uh, and it really got myself a, a lot of traction on the trading new website, was back testing. Because I had to tell myself, look, I, I, I can't just play with this thing. Say if I'm trading uh, daily uh, uh, charts or even hourly charts, and then you got to sit there and wait for it. So I need to go back in time to be able to simulate, say, a year's worth of trading in about four hours. And say, if I find this technique, how can I make it work? And I, and I had a technique that I learned, but I really couldn't backtest it. And I just got a piece here and a piece here and a piece there. But I said, what if I add this modifier? And what if I added this modifier? And it's literally like like cooking, where you start with a base set of ingredients, and you just start adding flavor profiles to it. And I turned a three-screen 
three-stage system of trading into a single double-pane system that gave me all the information I need to decide whether or not I wanted to place a trade. And then I refined it and refined it, back-tested another 200 trades, modified a few things, back-tested another two trades. So finally, my win rate was in the high 70s, and the speed of execution in terms of going through my watch lists was less than 30 minutes. And it was just one of those things where I think someone just really has to give themselves the time they need to absorb the information and then apply, apply, apply. So it was a really interesting journey when I started actually doing it and then saying, what worked for me? Because I know it works for them. And a lot of times I say that, like, like for instance, breakout trades. I just plowed away breakout trades for six weeks. One of my mentors specializes in that. And it just gave me heart palpitations. I was so nervous, right? It was so, I can do this in five minutes or 60 seconds or 12 seconds. And I was like, I can't do breakout trades. I need to figure something else out. And I came up, you know, with, a, with basically just understanding how does, how does supply and demand trading work and how can I find supply and demand opportunities that I can backtest and not spend all day in front of the computer once I get this system up and running. Okay. And so, so, um, Going back to like uh, the, the backtesting element of it and TradingView as well. So I mean, how were you how were you demonstrating that on TradingView? So people were sort uh, of coming it, to you and going, "Oh, this guy's doing backtesting, and it seems pretty cool." How were you, how was that sort of how were you demonstrating that? It was very interesting. I, I to backtest a system, you need a system that has rules, and so many people trade from their gut, and you can't backtest gut. Like, what am I going to do at this moment? That's, that's forward testing, as I call it. You're, you're right there live in a trade. So I, had to, I just basically had to say, look, I trade by rules. Everyone should have a rules-based system of trade and get rid of all emotions. Uh, as I like to say, trade like a Vulcan, trade like Spock, trade long and prosper. <laughs> you know, and that way you're not going to gamble your money or have emotions get in your way. So my system is very rules-based. I have a strict set of rules I look for on the left side of my screen and then a strict set of rules on the right side. And if they both match, I take a trade. So that article on backtesting, I didn't give my system away. I, I just said, let's just show a very simple way of doing this. Let's look for this particular pattern. And it, it was a three-stage pattern. And I just walked through a chart uh, for about, say, 60 days, and I found seven patterns. Uh, it was called the wick over wick. I said, just look for a wick over wick, which is usually where there's a fight between buyers and sellers, and see what happens when price returns. Oh, it worked. Uh, oh, it worked. And this one, oh, no, it failed. So you say, oh, it's got a 66% win rate. How can we make this better? And then I showed the, iter- the iterative process of how to fine-tune a system uh, using this simple process, which I created a wick-over-wick system. And what was funny is everyone started asking me, tell me how to trade wick-over-wick. Tell me how to trade wick-over-wick. And I was like, dude, I just came out of this on my head. I just wanted a simple <laughs> three-step system just to show you how to do backtesting. You backtest your system. And what's ironic is once I started my trading group, some of my people were always talking. I was like, dude, still, stop, stop. It's not a real system. But then the more we traded, the more we saw this pattern, we're like, wait a second. There's actually something to this. So we actually have a wick over wick uh, technique inside the Sabre trading system, which was kind of funny because I just pulled it out of thin air to have a simple yeah. three-step trading system just to demonstrate how to do backtesting. And, and how are you like for, for that Wick over wick system. How are you sort of coming up with an entry and ex- sorry, not we obviously you got the entry, but how are you coming up with a stop and the take profit? Was it mechanical enough so that you could expand on it, or how did you right. do it? Because I basically said step one: just look for a big movement in candles, and somewhere along those candles, you're going to have say two candles, and one has a lower wick and one has an upper wick, 
and they should be kind of even. You know, so there might be, you know, 12 cents in price here and maybe 10 cents in price there. I don't want to wick this 2 cents and 16 cents. And when you see that pattern in an uptrend, just take that wick over wick and draw a line, and that's your long opportunity or vice versa. That's your short opportunity. And then I was just, again, just using it as a road example, saying I'm not saying this is a legit trading system, but in an uptrend, take that wick over wick and go along in a retrace. If it's a wick over wick in a, in a downtrending environment, uh, look for a, a short. Draw that wick over wick and make it a short. So, uh, so that was just basically the simple, the simple system. Make sure it's trending. Look for a wick over wick and then see if it works on the retrace. And it had like a 60% win rate. And I was like, holy cow, that was nothing. But that's one of the things about I was so secure in supply and demand trading. I just, today, I can just look at a chart and it's like watching a movie. This guy fought and here comes Bruce Willis and there goes the bad guy and here comes the, the guy with the explosives. And you're watching a movie seeing buyers and sellers, buyers and sellers, buyers and sellers, institutions and individuals, whales and consumers. And you can like see supply and demand right there on the chart. So I think that's how I kind of intuitively created just a demonstrative system called the wick over wick trading system to demonstrate how to do backtesting on your systems. Like take your system and use this process that I showed you how to do it with this simple three-step wick over wick system and apply it so you can test and refine and make even better the system that you are already trading. I, I suppose what what because um, what I've sort of struggled with, and I think this is all sorts of systems. So I'd build a lot of robots as well, and uh, one thing I struggle with is like the entries can be quite easy, even though you know they might be difficult to work out. But um, once you get in the trade, it's where do you get out of the trade? So I'm sort of trying to work out with your back testing. Where did you have a sort of fixed rule for like? My, I'm always going to get out of the trade when this happens. I'm always going to like for a profit, or I'm always going to get out for a loss when this happens. Because it it, it seems like I mean, 66 percent win rate could be great, but you really need to. I, I'm interested to find out how you actually got out of those trades. That's a great point. The uh, general rule is uh, we never risk more than one percent of our capital. So if you had, say, uh, if you're doing a futures trade and the amount of, of, uh, of range where your entry zone is going to be, say, is uh, four or, or six ticks, and that, that level of ticks represents $300. Well, if you have a, a, a $50,000 account, then your risk is $500. So, okay, I can take this trade. So the question is, where's my target? And my default target when I was back testing my system was 3R, three times my risk. And that was one of my most popular articles as well on TradingView was it's all about the R, trade like a pirate. And so <laughs> that, that R is saying never get into a trade unless you have at least three times the reward potential. And my system just found such explosive moves in supplier demand that 90% of the time it would make at least three R, if not more. So actually one of my members, uh, actually that's his technique. He says, I hate trying to calculate a target. I hate, it's stressful. I'm, I'm in a trade. I keep moving my stop or, or maybe it's coming back to my entry point. What should I do? Should I go to break even? And he says, I'm just taking every trade, carte blanche, three to one, three to one, three to one. So if, if I got 10 ticks of, of risk, I'm going to go 30 ticks to reward. And it works for him. And, and because we look for such explosive moves in supplier demand, uh, the majority of the time it, it hits, uh, it hits the three R and it's such a stress-free way of trading. And I talk about that saying, wouldn't you like to just go to sleep and place a trade at 10 o'clock at night? And then the, the market opens at two 
uh, overseas and you just wake up and say, oh, I made 3R today, rather than had an alarm that wakes you up at 245 and now you're wondering, you know, for a couple hours, should I move my stop? Just go to sleep. Take your 3R or take your 1R loss and just don't worry about the losses because that's a part of doing business. Because, mm. I mean, I, and I can see why it got traction on TradingView with like a 66% win rate and a 3R system is is gold. That is like magic. And that's not even the one you're using, right? So, exactly. so I mean, are you doing similar in terms of your exits for the, the Sabre, other Sabre systems that you're using? I'm sorry? Are you doing similar in terms of 3R for your exits with the other Sabre systems or are they more complex? Sabre, it, we, we actually show how to plan an exit because uh, in supply and demand trading, basically if you're going to enter, say, long at an, at an area of demand, your most probable uh, target would be the nearest strong form, what we call Sabre, level of supply. So if you see, you know, oh, this level and this level, and this, oh, there's a Sabre level. Uh, wow, it's 12R away. And most of the times it hits like on the dime. It's amazing. And I'll be walking through on my uh, sessions. Uh, we trade three days a week for two hours. And I'm like, look at this, guys. This went right to target, right to target, right to target. It's like, is it, it looks, it's like magic, but it's rules. And it's like people, how do you find that target? How do you find that target? Well, this is how we find it. Opposing levels of supply and demand. If you're getting into the demand zone, you're looking for the strongest supply zone. If you're going short, at a supply zone, you're looking for the strongest demand zone. And then just set it and let the market market. Let the market do what the market going to do. And let then just keep the emotions out of it. If you follow the rules and you set your goals, um, nine times out of ten, it's going to work out. And the best thing is that it's pain-free. It really, one of my goals, too, is just to get all the emotions out of it so we, we don't trade with any stress. Now we're going to dive into some of the like sort of metrics and and uh, instruments and how you actually you know, approach your trading day in a second. But before we do, I just want to I just want to get to the point of like so you back tested your system. You obviously had some success with it. I mean, first of all, how long historically did you go back to to validate that this system that you use works? I actually tested my system under every possible environment because I, I know many systems only work, say, in a trending environment or only work in a volatile environment, and they, they, only, they only work under certain environments. So people have multiple systems that they trade. But I know that supply and demand, I've, I've been taught this and now I teach this, is, is a law of nature, and it works under every environment. When people are scared, they're trying to sell. So you got supply issues happening when people are greedy. They're creating a lot of demand, so there's more buying opportunities going on at that moment. And in the sideways market, usually just stay away and say, look, people don't know what's going on, and I'm going to only sail when the tide is right and the wind is at my back, and I'm not even going to look to put my boat in the water unless I'm trending in some strong way uh, with the wind at my back. And so uh, that philosophy. But now uh, what we've actually discovered a way to trade even those sideways markets. So we can trade trending, non-trending, counter-trending, and even volatile, you know, kind of what we call, you know, wackier or crazy markets. But I would look at um, a chunk of time, say 90 days, and I'll find an uptrending market and I'll trade 90 days worth of saber levels or supply and demand levels for 90 days in an uptrending market. Then I'll trade that strategy in a downtrending market. I trade that strategy in a sideways market. I trade it on equities, uh, what I basically call companies, commodities, and currencies. So I get my alliteration in there. I'll trade stocks, futures, and Forex. And by doing about 90 days worth of trading on each of those different markets, 
I had like, you know, 300 trades per system. I had like 900 trades under my belt and said, this system works. I mean, supply and demand. I mean, I, I, I'm very proud of my system. that is very simple to learn, very easy to implement. and only takes about 30 minutes per day per asset per time frame to, to trade. But to be able to say that it works on every asset class, every product on every time frame is an amazing thing. But I say, that's supply and demand. So I've traded crude oil on the one-minute time frame. I've traded Bitcoin on the daily time frame. I've traded the euro on the four-hour time frame. And the stats are the same. I, I have, depending on the technique, whether it's a straight, what I call naked saber, club hall, or gauntlet, it's anywhere from a 64 to an 82% win rate. And I'm like, holy cow. I mean, to have one system, not, I need to learn breakout. I need to learn this. I need to learn that. No, learn one system. And you can trade any product on any market on any time frame. So I didn't so much go back in time to test these things. Although for proof of concept, I said, what happened if you were trading Sabre during the 2000 crash? What happened if you traded Bitcoin for the last 60 days that was going down? You know, everyone lost 50% if they bought back in February. Uh, we made 60%. So, you know, I, I, I tested scenarios to say in every uh, type of asset class and every kind of environment, uh, volatile or non-volatile, uh, good times, good economies, bad economies, the real estate crisis. I traded 2008 to 2009, and the same thing happened. You know, you're you're going to find more shorts than longs because it's the real estate uh, crisis, but we're still making money, and, and that's what and we want to do you, is follow. How did you come up with that way to do it? Because that's that's something that I've I've seen actually in videos where it's like, hey, a better way to get you know a larger sample size of trades is is to go and you know test your system across all sorts of markets. And you're going to get more trades, but you might not necessarily need to go back. And, you know, if you're trading on a daily thing, you might get, you know, five setups on one particular market. But you compound that with, a, you know, 20, 30, 40 markets, all of a sudden your, your sample size is much better. How did you come up with that, that idea? I, th I think I just intuited it based on the, the seven years of experience I had in the past, knowing the, the theory behind supply and demand trading, that it is a law of nature. And I didn't want to just test, say, the last six months of X. Um, I want I specifically looked for uh, good times and bad times in the forex market, in the stock market, in the futures market, um, and and test every, every scenario. And when I finally got it all bulletproofed um, or proven to the point, so I think I just intuited myself to say um, I, I need to test this in every market because so many trading systems out there only work in particular market situations um, like breakout trades they, they work only when the news happens so you'd have to go back and find when every news event happened and trade say the, the crude oil breakout or every day go back and do the S&P 15 minute morning breakout uh, or look for any type of news a disaster happens oh tsunami uh, what's going to happen to oil what's going to happen to energy what's going to happen to gasoline and you trade those kind of things so but then you got then then, then you're dependent on the news Versus we're not dependent on anything as supply and demand traders except what the chart tells me at that particular moment. And going from, so you're obviously trading part-time going into this. You had your six weeks at COVID where things really just, you know, you massive focus. And then you went full-time after that. Well, you didn't go full-time. Well, I suppose you went full-time after that or during COVID. Did you, was there, a, was there a sort of change or a shift that you noticed between the, the pre you know, focus time in the, in the post and with your trading and were you trading through that, like uh, that time when you were just going, right, damn it, I'm going to, I'm just going to focus on this thing and this is what I'm doing now. 
was there was there a, a change in your live trading that you sort of were like wow this is crazy or was it just like an evolution that that, that you didn't really notice it, it was a major evolution and i i give uh, immense credit to uh one of my best friends who uh has been on a similar journey with me and once i started becoming proficient at this i said dude you need to come over let me teach you this and and see how it works and it's literally i he you know he'll he'll praise me you know, to the gate saying oh dude you know you changed my life i'm like dude you changed my life because i had to show this to you and like many things in life when you teach it you become better and i even tell my group i just had one way of trading the system by trading together for the last seven months, we've developed the club hall trade. We've developed the gauntlet trade. We've developed the wick over wick trade uh, after all that you know <laughs> noise going on there. So I think after my personal six weeks, when I became confident in saying, you know, even with my single system, that what I call the naked saver, just nothing but trending, just trading with the trend, I just had a level of confidence and a level of calm that I never had before because I knew it in my head, but I didn't do it. And it's part of that kinesthetic learning process. Once I started trading live, getting off the sim, and saying, you know, now I'm forward testing, not just backward testing, this stuff works. I, need, I, I know the system works. Now I need to work the system. And after the first week or two, I'm like, you know, this, this, is, this is just too easy. You're pulling money out of the market every day, following a set of instructions. Is it really this easy? And when you learn what to do, that's the hard part, learning. And it's kind of like, you know, people say, wow, Mike, Michael Jordan makes he's shooting that three-pointer so easy. It's so easy for him. And he would, you know, actually get in people's faces. You don't know how hard it was to make it this easy. And that's really what I did. I took, I took all that information I had, all that mentoring, all the knowledge, all the techniques that I loved about mentor A, mentor B, mentor C. And I just said, there's got to be something common with all these techniques that all these people are sharing that I could then simplify and consolidate. And it really was a, a, an amazing level of calm uh, to be able to, hey, I let my hair down <laughs> that I've experienced uh, since then and, and confidence. Because before that, um, everyone that knew that I traded, uh, I was like, hey, how's trading going? Well, you know, I, I mean, I, I wish I had more time to do it. And, and now it's like, this is all I do, you know, and I'll trade in the morning and I'll trade with my group and I'll go on the lake and I'll go, you know, do some stuff in the house. Uh, today, I was putting new uh, windshield wipers on our cars from a Kickstarter project, these crazy, awesome windshield wipers. Uh, I'll go and, and learn a new, new musical instrument or just sit in the backyard and, uh, and enjoy uh, a beverage or a cigar or something where uh, I'll get to wait for my wife to come home and, and cook dinner. You know? So that whole thing to say, I got this. This is now, this is now what I do. I mm. am a trader. Yeah. And it, it was a huge, it was a huge um, uh, attitude adjustment mindset uh, to finally say after all this time I finally got it. Cool. Now um, diving into some more of the the I suppose metrics and and uh, what you're doing. So what what pairs are you trading? I know you've backtested across many pairs, but what pairs are you now trading or, or uh, instruments? One of the biggest things uh, to make sure you get the price you want is liquidity, and I call in the futures market my 31 flavors. And I'll trade anything that, that pretty much gets uh, over 10,000 contracts a day. So obviously the indexes are trading millions of contracts a day. Uh, the main energies, uh, crude oil, natural gas, um, all the currencies, the major currencies, which are basically like trading Forex, but all against the U.S. dollars, uh, the euro, the yen, the Swiss, 
um, the Canadian dollar and things like that. And in the Forex world, I do uh, the major pairs. So anything tied to the U.S. pairs, the euro pairs, the uh, pound pairs, and, and then just a couple of the exotics. And I, I just made a list. And, and some it, I learned stuff from my group. Like I didn't realize that there's actually a Forex pair that trades against gold. So I'm like, oh, you're trading, you're trading futures on gold. You're trading gold in the Forex market. And uh, just like you can trade Forex in the futures market, trading the, uh, the, the currency futures. So it was a, that was a really neat learning experience from uh, from my group too, is seeing uh, the, the types of products they were trading in the forex market that uh, I only just knew the major the major pairs. So I got about thirty five forex pairs and thirty one futures contracts that I regularly trade across. Um, in futures, I'll do the five minute, fifteen minute, sixty minute, and two forty time frames, uh, looking for the same exact patterns on every time frame. And then in the forex markets, it's typically the 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 one hour and the and the four hour because if you go to the fifteen minute chart, you run into issues with spread. And um, and in fact, this week I'm doing a uh, this tomorrow uh, Wednesday I'm doing a uh, spending the whole time teaching uh, the group about futures because so many of them are frustrated with uh, getting in or getting stopped out too early because of of issues with the spread, especially that a lot of them are uh, overseas, so they're trading at the times when the spread can can really take you out uh, in the off hours. And what about uh, like you mentioned seventy percent win rate? What's your risk to reward? Uh, same thing, minimum one to three. So I want to risk one percent of my account, and hopefully to make three percent on on each winning trade. So uh, actually, and it, truth be told, in, in in the futures world, I only trade a quarter of a percent because what I found is because of the margin. And that's one of the big things I'm going to be teaching my group tomorrow is about the margin in futures. Every time you say get, you know, say you get 12 contracts of, of oil, uh, you might now have $40,000 tied up in that oil trade. Well, now you see an opportunity in the S&P and you might want to get uh, three contracts of that. Well, now you need about $45,000 there. And if you have a $100,000 account, you're shy. It's like, oh, so I reduce the amount of uh, the R. It's not 1%, but a quarter of a percent. So I can get into more opportunities. And at any, any given time, I might have six to eight live or active trades sitting there. And that's one of the problems with futures is when you set up a trade, you know, just sitting there, it still takes up money in your account, even though you're not in the trade. So to get every opportunity I had, um, I reduced my, my, my dollar amount risk to a quarter of a percent so I can take every single trade that I possibly can. Because what happens when you see seven trades and you only have enough money to take three of them uh, because of the margin? You take the wrong three. <laughs> and I would always do that. So I was getting so frustrated. So I said, let me reduce my R to a quarter of a percent. And I could put every trade on. And it became very, very uh, effective for me. And you don't have that as much in the futures market because you don't um, get that taken up until uh, the trade executes. And are your trades more limit orders or stop orders? Uh, every single everything's a limit order. Uh, the only time we'd ever get into a market order, as I tell my group, is say if your zone is uh, 12 ticks wide, and we come across the chart and it's in the zone, we can place a market order to get it in that trade, but we're not going to chase price. And so many times, uh, unfortunately, especially at the end of our sessions, we'll say uh, when we get to the bottom of our list, we'll say, oh, if we only saw this thing, you know, 45 minutes ago. Uh, we we would have gotten into this trade, but we missed out on it. So, you know, that that's what happens when you know you you've got only you've got so much time in a day, um, and that's what makes the larger time frames a little more appealing because you don't often run into that problem where uh, price escapes you. 
if you're trading the five minute and it takes you like 30 minutes to get through your watch list, uh, by the time you get to the bottom, you're like, oh, I missed out on these trades. You go back to the top and you see you missed some other trades. So you're just, now you're getting frustrated. Now emotions come into play. So no, let's go back. Let's take a step back and just trade the hour, hourly charts and check in twice a day, three times a day. Okay. And so uh, in terms of your trading day, what does it actually look like then? Uh, in the morning and basically uh, do my routine. I try to do the miracle morning. I've uh, I've really become an advocate of that on Hal Elrod. And uh, you've got a routine. Uh, you do a quick little bit of exercise. You uh, try to take, if you want to be one of those guys that takes that freezing cold shower in the morning for, for 10 minutes, do that. But I, I just throw cold water on my face. <laughs> Don't do that. Uh, drink two glasses of cold water. Read. And I'm going through um, Stephen King book, uh, one of my favorite authors there, and um, and the little meditation. And then uh, I have a routine. Make my, make my coffee. It's a routine with that. I grind my coffee. I weigh my coffee. I pour my coffee. I enjoy my coffee. So the whole routine. So the whole morning, miracle morning, is supposed to take anywhere from 20 minutes to an hour. And then I'll sit down, hopefully by 6, 6.30 in the morning, because I, I hate seeing that I miss trades uh, the prior hour uh, to that. But I just just got to let it go. You know, let it go. and <laughs> Don't worry about it, because the markets are open 24 hours a day. You're not going to catch all of it. Um, and on the days I teach, Monday and fr- Mondays and Fridays, I have a 9 o'clock class with my group. So then about 8 o'clock, I'll stop personally trading. And I'll start prep work for my class, and I teach for two hours um, with a 15-minute break in between. And then I close up shop, and I track all the trades in a, in a progress uh, sheet so we can see how we've done. And every week, it's just awesome <laughs> seeing how great our, our trading went. Last, last week, I actually had my chart up. We had, um, we had a, a 22R worth of trades uh, uh, this, the, from our Monday session. So what a, that was a great Monday. Um, and that's what's funny too is we can get to see, hey, this Monday was awesome. This Monday was slow. This Monday was this Wednesday was slow. This Wednesday was awesome. Um, Wednesday is different since I have a two o'clock class and not a nine a.m. class, so I usually have a little more free time in the morning uh, after my personal trading. And um, and then recreationally, I'll either, like I said, hang out in the backyard on the good days, get out on the lake when I can uh, on the jet ski. It's my form of exercise and uh, enjoying time out. And the lake is like glass because everyone's at work, right? So there's no one. <laughs> on the lake making waves so I can get up to 70 miles an hour with no bumping around. But, uh, but yeah, that's what I do. And then I try to create content. I set, I set time to write new articles. I've got a, a whole pile of articles in waiting. Uh, every time someone asks a question, that would make a great article. And, and so I got to spend more time uh, writing my articles because I was on a big push to uh, create content for the website. Um, and what's funny is as a web developer, once I became a trader, I told myself, I'm never going to build another website for the rest of my life. I'm done with this. And, of course, now I built one for me. And I'm like, man, I'm building this website. I need to be spending time trading, you know. <laughs> so it was like this. Yeah. And uh, I've been there, weird. mate. That was me back in the day. I, I did the odd web, web design stuff for a few people. And I'm like, never going to do it. And you end up working on your own one. Uh, That's right. Yeah. So I've only got the one website now. I just I have a couple customers I still maintain who I've had for like six, seven years. But I haven't built I haven't built a website for anybody in five years. Cool. Now, um, so what I'm interested in finding out is like, so you got you know sixty six from what I can see here pairs that your instruments that you're analyzing. How long would it take you to analyze one particular chart? And are you doing multi time frame anal- analysis at the same time? Mm-hmm. It's the really neat thing is it literally takes uh, seconds because we look at the uh, the left side of the chart, what I call the weather. 
and we analyze the trend. Uh, we look at the patterns that are going on on that right-hand side. And if the patterns that we're looking for are not there, we're not even going to look on the right-hand chart. So I can literally go um, S&P, okay, uh, no trend. Um, NASDAQ, um, no trend. Uh, Dow, oh, look, we have a little uptrend. All right, so map out the uptrend. Now we look at the right-hand side. And now we're using Sabre to look for the patterns we're looking for in uh, the trading time frame chart. And we are going to now look for the odds to say, all right, I see location, formation, and destination. So formation, oh, there's the pattern we're looking for. Now location, where is it? Is it in what we call shark-infested waters? Is it um, in an area where we have um, a big uh, cannon cannonball, you know, big explosive move and you want to stay away from there? And we analyze a 13-point checklist for risk. And if, if not all 13 of those things are checked off, we pass. And so literally it's, it's that quick to go from pair to pair to pair to pair. And then I'll switch to another time frame, look for it again. And I might find a long opportunity on the five-minute time frame and a short opportunity in the same asset on the 60-minute time frame. So it's, it's interesting that you can find multiple time frames. Now, you can't be in a long and a short at the same time. Uh, brokers won't let you do that. But whichever trade hits first, um, just the point is just set all these uh, opportunities out there. So when you have 30 things and you're literally going through it in seconds or minutes, um, it could be 30 minutes per asset per time frame. So I can do 60 minutes on my futures list. It might take me about 30 minutes. I'll do 60 minutes on my Forex list. It might take me about 30 minutes. Um, and if I decide I'm done, I'm done. And I just, I'm just waiting to see, boop, you're in a trade, boop, you're out of a trade from trading view or on my phone or whatever. Cool. And if I wanted to trade, if I didn't find any opportunities, like, man, it's really slow on the one hour. I only found two trades, um, which happens. All right, let's go to the 240 or let's go down to the 15. And so that's the beautiful thing is I just want to, I just want to find about eight trades setups per day. And I want hopefully about two of them to hit and one of them be right. And if I just get one trade per day uh, that's, that's profitable, mm. uh, win three, lose one, or win six, uh, or or lose one, lose one. You know, that does you, you got days like that too. So um, I, as my job is just to put hooks in the water, yeah. and then I just got to wait for the fish to come to me. Yeah, that's a nice way to think about it, a nice way to do it. I, I like that. I mean, it's... Uh, I mean, it's it's beneficial for you being in in the in the mix of the world. Whereas I'm like, when I wake up in the morning, everything's dead. It's the it's the rollover, and, and nothing's really happening. Um, now, uh, you obviously you mentioned you've got a whole bunch of students there that have come through and and are learning what you do. There's probably a lot that you can see that you have done differently in your sort of journey here to to getting to becoming like successful in trading. And some of the students will be, you know, obviously killing it. Some, some will be struggling. What are you, um, what, what sort of common things have you seen with your students that might be holding them back that you think, oh, if only they could sort of get this right, then they'd be on a better, better path. Yeah. So I get, I get a lot of people say who've had prior trading experience, they just did not have much success with it. And they take off like gangbusters. And on, uh, we also have a 24-hour chat group on Telegram, and we're trading, uh, sharing trading ideas uh, 24 hours a day. So in my uh, spreadsheet that we log all of our trades with, like I said, we had 22R on Monday. Um, there were two trades from our two-hour session. Uh, there were eight trades from the group on the Telegram group. And there was a couple other trades that, uh, that I found or one of my friends just sent to me, and I just added them to the mix. And um, so, so the, the, the seasoned traders 
are just looking for something they can follow and have a good success rate. So they, they get on really quick. Then you'll have some novice traders who they've been trading, but they really um, just just haven't really got it down. Now they have a system they can follow. Now they have a set of rules they can follow. And all my trainings are on online, so they can watch it a second time, a third time, a fourth time to really get that uh, kinesthetic memory. And like I said, you le- trading is a trade, pardon the pun, that you learn by doing, like a lot of trades, like carpentry. You can't read about carpentry and, and be good at it. You have to do the carpentry and get better at it. So uh, so those people that have had some experience are uh, are, are, are slower than, than the ones who are, are already seasoned, and they can just draw lines and draw uh, and what, uh, what about the guys that are that don't don't make it work? What about those? That's what those are the guys I want to know about. The ones that just yeah. so don't make last, it work because I think that's going to be most beneficial for the uh, for the for the guys listening. Because if they're if they're going, oh, why is this thing not working? This might help them go. Oh, maybe that's me. Yeah, that last category. So yeah, the ones that are struggling, and I do have some students that are struggling. But what I see is that they are like me uh, pre-COVID. Um, I got one young man, he's a college student, and uh, he's a college student, he has a full-time job, he's trying to learn how to trade, and it's like he makes the same mistakes over and over. He'll post a trading idea and will say, no, that's not going to work, that's got shark-infested waters. He'll post another trade, dude, the trend isn't there, uh, we don't have the, the tide and the wind at our back, um, and he's just constantly making the same errors, and I think it's just because uh, he's, he's doing 20 things, and it's that jack-of-all-trade, master-of-none kind of thing, but God bless him for sticking to it. And now he's actually profitable. You know, it took him about six months. And he had his ups and downs. Oh, I'm still not good at this. I'm still not good at this. Keep at it. Keep at it. Keep at it. And I pride him for that. And so it took him six months. But he now is is profitable. I don't. I forget his – I don't know what his win rate is. He hasn't shared that with me. But he says, I'm making money at, at, at doing this. Um, and, and honestly, no one's really left my group for lack of success. I'll, I asked – I have a little exit interview. I said, can you please tell me – um, you know, why I left. One guy is like, well, my wife and I are building a house and I just can't do this. We, I got to focus all my effort on that. Oh, we just had a baby. So I'm going to be up 24 hours a day with a screaming baby. I can't trade right now. Um, it's always been life gets in the way that they, that they end up leaving the system, I think uh, or leaving our, uh, leaving our group. I think it and is. That, that makes me feel really good that I'm like, wow, people, people really, really yeah. like this. You're getting like value this out of it. Yeah. Getting value out of it, learning and, and, becoming successful i mean it's interesting I, I think that the point there is it's it's really is focus isn't it it's like if if you if you're going in 50 50 or even 75 you're up against the guys who are in there 150 right and they and that's where you're gonna that's that's why a lot of people struggle with this because it's it's not 100 percent of what their efforts are focused on and they're just sort of, you know, oh, well, I'm just going to trade. I'll, I'll do an hour a day, whereas you're doing eight to 12 hours a day to get there. So I think that's the point. That's the takeaway there, guys. Now, next question is, what about um, mindset, trader's mindset? Do you have any special techniques or hacks that you can share with us? I do. Um, i trying to think uh, in the other room. I, I live by and have two, two book reviews on TradingView. By, uh, I live by trading in the zone and the price action breakdown. And I've written two book reviews on those. And I said, it's like, it's like you, have to, you have to immerse yourself in it. Uh, you have to read it every six months and take notes and like meditate on these things and, and, and bring it to life. Um, the, the latest book I just got is called The Trader Mindset. And what distinguishes that from trading in the zone is it's a systematized way 
of putting yourself in the zone. So it's great that the trading in the zone talks about the zone and says when you have a rules-based system and you have a strategy that looks like a casino and you just got to play every hand and the odds are in your favor, you have an edge, boom, your mindset's going to be great because you're, you're winning. But that's not always the case. And I like this book. It's almost like with Tony Robbins where I say Tony Robbins is not a motivator. Um, he has a systematized way using your body, using your language, using your thoughts to make you change behavior. And that's what I kind of like about this The Trader Mindset book. But myself, I've always known that if you have a system that works and you work the system, you'll be successful at whatever it is. It's how franchises work. This is how you run a Chick-fil-A. This is how you run a Jiffy Loop. If you follow these rules, you'll have a profitable restaurant or profitable business or profitable coaching uh, you know, business. Whatever it is you do, just follow the system. And so for me, that, that's why I stress so much about having rules, that you have to have a rules-based system. In fact, one of my newest members talked about that. Um, in fact, I think I put it on, on my testimonial page where he said, for so many years, I had categories I was looking for, but then I went with my gut. And what you helped me do is take all those gut feelings and make it a emotionless process. And if it didn't meet the category, if I didn't check all six boxes, then I'm done. I don't care how good I feel. Oh, it's, it's, it's singing my song. I don't care if it's singing your song. What is it? Don't, don't, don't trade what you feel. Trade what you see. And if what you see isn't doing it, then it, and that's, that's what helps, I think, get the emotion out of the way. Mm. And that was a big thing for the young man I was telling you about who had a lot of failure in the beginning because he was like, he was very all over the charts because his life was all over the charts. And once he started spending some dedicated time in trading, he calmed down and they started to see things in a different light. So you're right. I, I absolutely believe, just like with the earlier question, that you got to dedicate time. That's the hardest thing about trading is becoming a trader because you can't play at it. You know, just like, you, just like learning piano. You can't uh, you know, take piano twice a week for half an hour. You got to spend time every single day. Otherwise, you're never going to play the Moonlight Sonata or whatever your dream song is that you want to play, why you took up the instrument in the first place. Mm. And that's a sacrifice. And for me, uh, thankfully, you know, COVID happened and I had to sacrifice. Everything was sacrificed at the altar of political correctness or whatever the word is. Um, the, the government shut us down and I had nothing to do but trade. So the system's mindset, that um, the trader's mindset, I think is a, is a two-pronged sword. You have to do it to become it. It's that kind of like that do, um, uh, want, do, have uh, and there's two different modalities of that kind of philosophy. So if you do the trader things you need to do, and if you want to have those things that, that you want to be as a trader, you'll eventually be that trader. So it's, it's, a, it's a lot of that doing. It's getting that airplane up to 35,000 feet, and you can't stop. So you'll listen to audiobooks. Uh, listen to, you know, and that's what I, I do with my, with my trainings. I try to be as verbal as I can so people could listen to tradings. If they miss the session, they could listen to it in the car. They can listen to it in the shower or whatever they like to do. I think the, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a good point. Yeah, you've got to do it. There are no shortcuts. There are no shortcuts. are no shortcuts. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So um, last question before we jump into the quickfire round. I mean, if there was one thing you recommend any retail trader spend the next month mastering, what would it be? Ah, Come master the saber system. <laughs> now, the big thing is um, having having rules. If you don't trade by strict rules and you get a hot tip or you see Tesla's doing that or you see Bitcoin's doing this, uh, Jeff Bezos is doing that, 
um, you, you, you can't trade that way. You can't trade on emotion because it'll, it'll never be consistent. And when you lose, you don't know why you lost. When you win, what's even worse is you don't know why you won. And so you've got to be able to proceduralize these things to keep the emotion at bay and only trade when certain categories of, of scenarios uh, uh, come, come into play. So it says, I'm taking this trade. And uh, just like today, we had probably six trades that popped up on our Telegram group, and four of them won, and the other two, no, they were perfect trades. That was a, that was a perfectly good trade, just ended up being a loser. And so we take our losers, but we embrace those other four winners. Wasn't that nice guy? We made 12 and we only lost two. We made 10R today. Oh, terrible that we had two losing trades, right? It's like, ha, ha, ha. So when, if you have those rules and your edge gives you a profit factor, like you could be wrong four to five times, but if every winning trade gives you 10R, all right, I lost five, made 10. So it's not necessarily about the win rate, but make sure you follow those rules that you can back test them and forward test them. And make sure your win rate is a profitable win rate, as um, Mark Douglas says in Trading in the Zone on my mouse pad. I actually made a mouse pad with Doug, Mark Douglas quotes on it, uh, saying, once you learn to identify patterns, rules-based patterns, and read the market, you'll find there's limitless opportunities to make money. And you can only do that when you follow those rules, see those patterns that the big boys are doing so we can follow their footsteps. As I like to say, like every motivational speaker says, do what successful people do, get what successful people got. And if they're the ones making the market move, I want to follow them uh, like a little lamprey on a, on a shark. The shark takes a bite out of his market. We're just that little fish stuck to the shark, and we t- eat all we want, go back on the shark and say, where next, man? I'm still hungry. <laughs> cool. All right, right, we're going to jump into some of the quick-fire round questions here. I'm not going to do all of them because I think we've, we've got most of those in the show. Um, so do you want to just list off those books and the author's uh, so that we can get those up on the show notes that you mentioned earlier on. Yes, Mark Douglas, Trading in the Zone. So that was my uh, first favorite about trading psychology. Um, I have the ebook. Um, the ebook is uh, called Price Action Breakdown by Demir, D E M I R, and I won't even pretend to pronounce his last name. It's Italian, uh, you know, Lorientis or something like that. Um, and the new book I looked up, Trade The Trader's Mindset, I just picked it up. I can't recall the author's name, uh, but I will be doing a book review of that uh, when I finish. Okay, we'll see if we can get those up in the show notes anyway. Now, what's your preferred broker and trading platform? I currently use TradeStation for uh, futures and uh, Awanda for Forex. And there was a time when I, I, I guess you could say I was over trading, especially when I was developing Sabre. Um, because I was putting so many trades in and they were all, I was trading, literally, I was trading the one minute time frame, which was insane. And, but I was throwing lots of trades in there. I won't say I was over trading because they were winning trades. I was profiting at the end of the day, but I accumulated um, almost $3,000 in commissions one month. So Tradeavate has a commission based system. And I was thinking of switching to Tradeavate, which has just as good a rating as uh, TradeStation does on the TradingView um, broker list. So um, I, I've been very happy with TradeStation. They've been a good broker, and they integrate with TradingView. And uh, basically, any broker that integrates with TradingView, I would say, is a good broker. Hey, you ever wonder what broker I use? Well, I use Hanko Trade. It was a no-brainer because I was looking for a broker with good trading conditions and no restrictions on trading my strategies. But one of the main reasons was their raw ECN spread, which could challenge any other broker you're trading with. Learn more at HankoTrade.com or click the link in the description. Cool. Um, do you want to walk us through your worst ever trade? My worst ever trade? Um, you know, I think 
it, it was more about the worst um, trades I did because I got emotional. Uh, I had a, I had a, a, I had a chunk of time where I, I was, I was only taking, not, not I was only taking. It looked like the trades I took were always the losing trades, and the, and the trades I was scared to take, even though met met all my criteria, I didn't take, and those were the winners. So the worst experience I had, I guess, was getting emotional and being fearful. And I had to tell myself that goes back to that trader mindset. These trades work. This system works. I know what to do. I just need to do what I know. And so that was a huge thing. I had to, I had to take that leap of faith and take every single trade I found. Because if you lose five, six trades in a row, and then you see these other trades that get away, you're like, why did I let them get away? Well, which, how do you fix that? Stop letting them get away. Don't judge a trade. Don't try to out-trade a trade. Take every trade that meets your rules. If the system works, work the system. So I went through a couple weeks of a slump uh, several times. Like I would, I would trade really well and then have like a couple bad trades and, and sit back for a couple weeks. It's like, let me get back in the market and then have a couple bad trades because I'm not in the right mindset. And it wasn't until I truly back-tested the system, seeing this system works, and after reading the mindset uh, questions brought up by trading in the zone, I need to work this system and just let the fear go, take that leap of faith. And uh, just like the, you know, the uh, Indiana Jones thing, when he takes that walk on that illusioned walkway, uh, you have to get out there and trade. When you know you have an, a system with an edge, trade it. Awesome. Well, look, uh, before we wrap up, what's the best way for the guys to get hold of you? Uh, best place is uh, on, on my sabertradingsystems.com website, and my email is anthony at sabertradingsystems.com. And, of course, TradingView, uh, you can see me there on TradingView with all my uh, articles and interactions with the community there. Uh, I'm so blessed with all the great comments, um, and that really encouraged me to, to say, I need, I need to do this. I need to, um, you know, I need to create this group because there's so many people out there struggling. And if I can help anybody, and I know I have now, it's been su- such a blessing to be able to do that. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to enjoy doing this for as long as I can. Cool. Well, look, a big thank you to Anthony for sharing with us today. Everything we've discussed here, along with all the links, are going to be in the show notes. Just find them. Simply search for Anthony in the search box on tradingnut.com. Until next time, wish all my listeners trading happiness and success. So there you have it, folks. Interview with Anthony done and dusted. Now, do remember, we did shoot a video after this where Anthony walks you through not just the system that he's come up with, that had a 70%, 75, I think, 70, 75% win rate, but also... Uh, you see how he does his back testing and how it's quite dynamic. Use a spreadsheet. I think you can even get hold of the spreadsheet. So well worth checking out. Okay, so there's that. Also, do remember we've got the pre-market analysis every week with Cass Darman. So if you do want to check that out, then head over there to the YouTube channel. Click on Join, and you'll find a way to access it there. In fact, just watch the little video or watch the replay of the last week's live stream that we did. So note that is a paid service, okay? Um, also, if you do want to get into your robot builds then i have got my robot builders club still doors are open if you want to take the free training it's over there on tradingnut.com you hit robots in the top of the uh, navigation and you'll get access to the free training there takes about an hour give you an idea as to exactly what i do and how i do it and then you'll know if it's right for you or not all right folks until next week have a great trading week and we'll see you in the markets